very funnily went up to him and said, oh, is Jermaine, is it? I thought it was very funny. He goes, you can call me <laughs> JJ, JJ if you want. This so the whole game I'm there, JJ, JJ. I even shortened it to J at one point. I was like, yeah. well, I scored and he didn't, so. <laughs> OTB AM, live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM, with Gillette, in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mo. Alan Quinlan, good morning. Morning, guys. How are you? Keeping well, keeping well. We've had uh, our own Stephen Kisby-Green on the show this week, a Springbok fan, uh, predicting a six-point win, I think, for, for South Africa tomorrow. Uh, we had Craig Ray on this morning, and he says, maybe South Africa by, by three or four points. He went with his heart. This is brilliant. We can have the South Africans playing themselves up all day long. Yeah, they're they're probably entitled to, um, yeah. Shane, given where... You know what they've done the last two years? They've been pretty consistent. They're they're a side that um, still find a way to win, even when they don't play that well in certain games. They can kind of squeeze the life out of the opposition, and um, they just have that power, that uh, that brilliance in the backfield as well. That you know, if you kick poorly to them, if you give uh, their back three time and space, they can really hurt you. So, yeah, I, I, it's hard to you know people are asking me about predictions for this game. You don't know. Ireland are kind of coming into this a little bit cold, you know, um, short preparation time. And, you know, you would hope they'd hit the ground running. South Africa, have, you know, obviously come off the back of a rugby championship. It's the end of season for them, really. So uh, with their internationals, but um, all their, their players now are playing in the URC. So it's um, it's different for them nowadays. They're not tired at the end of this year but it's been a busy summer for them but they're very very powerful they lost two games one to New Zealand at home, uh, at home in the rugby championship and one in Australia um, and by their own admission I think they didn't start those games well so Ireland have got to start well tomorrow and um, you know probably rightly so um, Whether I, I'm not sure what the, the bookies are making it um, certainly uh, South Africa are probably slight favourites Make of the what do you make of the Irish starting team? Robert Balakoon coming in is a is a is a great one. We had Jack McGrath on the show yesterday, full of praise for him. Yeah, I would have. Uh, you know, Adrian uh, asked me for uh, for a team a couple of weeks ago, and uh, um, I, I I I got them all right except Conor Murray starting at scrum half because right. you know we presume Gibson Park would have been back, and um, I was picking Balakoon on the wing when when we kind of heard that James Lowe wasn't going to be available. Um, I think he's an incredibly exciting player. He's been around a couple of years now. He's not a young, young fella. He's 25. Um, but I think he's matured a lot. I think his physical, you know, physicality of his game has improved a lot. Um, his kick chase is good. He's he's obviously a big, tall man. And his biggest asset is that electric pace, you know. But there's more. You've got to have more to your game than that. You know, it has to be... Uh, an all-round game and I think he's he's a super exciting player with incredible speed but um, he's up against two wingers tomorrow in, in Aronsa and uh, uh, Mpimpi who've, who are very very good players and uh, very very dangerous players and, and Aronsa is incredibly elusive and obviously Cheslin Colby at full back so um, you know he might get many opportunities tomorrow uh, but he's got to do the, you know, the kick chase stuff, the defending well, get the the decision making right around your defence because that back three are going to test um, test Ireland and they're going to kick as well. You know, he's going to have a lot of 
a lot of uh, kick receipts but he's a brilliant player and I think it's a great call from from Andy Farrell If you were to pick out an area of the South Africa side that you're, you mentioned like the back three there that you're most worried about that Ireland won't be able to cope with what would that be? Um, it would probably be their forwards Kathleen um, look I think you, you, you everybody knows they're, they're a very physical side and they bring a real intensity to their game and um I think under Jack Mean and Baron Rassi Erasmus, they've they've really zoned in and focused in on getting really super fit, um, their conditioning, and and being really relentless when they when you know when they're trying to grind down the opposition. Since those t- two guys have taken over, they've obviously turned everything around. They've won Test matches in New Zealand. They've you know won a World Cup, uh, rugby championship. Um, and they've got real momentum and I think they're maximising this group of players and getting the best out of them. Um, sometimes the game they play is not that flashy, but, you know, for any coach, any coaches who had a forward pack, and, and it's not just the eight players, it's the options off the bench and they're always going to be, you know, traditionally big physical players, the South Africans, but I think they can play rugby as well and they're, they're but they play to their strengths and, so I think their biggest strength, Kathleen, is that is up front. Um, obviously, Cheslin Colby at full back, um, he can do stuff out of nothing. And when you have a kick chase against him, if your if your line is any little bit fractured, um, he'll find a gap. His sidestep is so it's so impressive. And um, you know we saw in that World Cup final the try, the winning try he got against England. And he's done it many times for uh, for Toulouse and South Africa. He's now with Toulon. Um, so I think that their biggest strength obviously is collectively up front and I think uh, you know they've developed a real uh, edge to their game um, you don't want to give away penalties and give them options to kick to the corner and and try and maul against you because um, you know they when they get in around that 22 zone um, if their breakdown is quick then if you know, off 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 rooks. Um, they just come around the corner and they get over the gain line. So it's that's the real challenge for Ireland is is stopping them developing their mall and uh, putting pressure on their breakdown. So they don't have real quick ball with big men running at at your backs and stuff like that. Just looking at the odds here for the game. So Ireland are eight to fifteen favourites. South Africa thirteen to eight for the game. Of course, home advantage comes into that one as well like when you look at that you mentioned the South African um, back three and I mean someone like Mapimpi on, like, on the wing for, the, for them like if Ireland's kicking game is off in any way tomorrow South Africa can create a bit of magic with, with that back three yeah they can and uh, Mapimpi is um, he's a brilliant finisher but he's an incredibly competitive player when he doesn't have the ball as well so you know if uh Hendrick said a scrum half if he puts up box kicks well Pimpy is just he's so aggressive in the air and he's so um, he competes so well um, and then they win the ball back in those situations a lot of the time and you know there was so much talk in 2018 when Ireland had a brilliant year um, winning a Grand Slam series in Australia beating New Zealand in November we were number one ranked team in the world Um coach of the year player of the year all that kind of stuff and one of the big things that was jumping out with that Irish team around that time was was our kicking game you know the box kicking the ability to win it back um, putting pressure on the opposition and using your kicking game really so effectively 
you know that kind of uh, opposition team started to you know get better themselves at kick receipts uh, they protected the the jumper better um, and you know they, it, it changed the way Ireland played and then they probably hit a brick wall in 2019 and just couldn't find any sort of confidence in their game and you know the Six Nations was just disappointing the World Cup warm-ups and the World Cup itself uh, the point here is you know obviously it, South Africa um, a lot of that stuff is really brilliant with South Africa you know the way they can get the ball back and they, they've shown it they won a line series as well uh, you know so they're they've built a brilliant side and I think they've got um, you know Rassi Erasmus and Jack Dienenberg have got the players on board they've got them fitter a lot of their players are playing in Europe and Japan uh, they're pretty fresh when they go into camp um, they've developed their skills and um, they're implementing what they want to do so playing to their strengths and then you know going back to your question there they're back three players like that can score and when they move the ball you know there's it's a bit of um, sometimes they get a bit of criticism for, for, for maybe being very direct and kicking the ball a lot and uh, but that should be they should be complimented for that because they play to their strengths and then when they need to score tries or if they need to move it they have those players in that backfield um, Lucano Am is not playing he's injured he's probably one of the best backs in the world he's a brilliant uh, 13 um, Colby would probably be on the wing um and you know Villy Lou is not he's, he's on the bench he's not playing back so they're changing things around Willem said at fly half there's no um, you know they don't have Pollard there as well so they're really trying to develop and for them psychologically to come to Dublin and and beat Ireland would be a real statement on the flip side of that for Ireland to beat the world champions at Dublin <laughs> would be great as well some people some part of me thinks God do we because um, we thought we peaked a little bit early um, not consciously that you want to peak and and then kind of get to the top of the hill and start coming down the other side um, there's nothing wrong with continuing that momentum and I think Ireland for Ireland they'll be looking to have a really good November but it's a real asset test tomorrow because obviously South Africa are in our group at the World Cup there's a potential maybe if we get out of the group to, to possibly meet France in the quarterfinal <laughs> or New Zealand Um so these big games is kind of money in the bank and you learn stuff about the way you play and you know we struggled a little bit last year in Paris with the physical strength of the, of, of the French so we're going to get a real test tomorrow and you can't just create players that are you know 120 kilos 6 foot 6 or 7 uh, right across your back 5 um, South Africa probably can do that because they have so many big men to pick from um, but I think we can learn from the way we cope with uh, and not allowing situations like them all develop. Um, being really technically good uh, around the tackle area and those collisions, stopping their momentum. Um, and, you know, as I said, we, we, we did struggle a little bit against France and we've, we've struggled a little bit before against England when they were flying in 2019. So um, you can learn a lot from this game. But again, Ireland are kind of, you know, they haven't played since the summer, but they should have a spring in their step playing at home in the Aviva that, um, that physicality you mentioned like we spoke to Craig Gray about that and uh, the 6-2 split the bomb squad <clears throat> and um, just the size of that, that South African pack 
Like if you're from an Irish perspective, Quinny, are, are you if you're on the Irish team preparing to face that physicality, are, are you preparing for this game any differently than you would for for another game, given the size and given the uh, just the intimidating nature of of this South African pack, or, or is it just like any other game? It's not like any other game. I think it's, you know, uh, I think Shane, it's 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 an intriguing kind of question. What do you do when you're playing a bigger side? I think you just probably have to be switched on and more alert to the fact that, you know, there's sometimes when guys run at you in tackles and matches, you 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 make the tackle and you're pretty dominant, and you probably don't have to be as alert or as angry as fired up as you as as. Um, uh, you don't need to be that way every time but when you play South Africa and their forwards are running around the corner you know in other situations you make that leg tackle and you probably you win that gain line a little bit easier um, but when you, you have these kind of big guys running at you you just have to be uh, you have to have that enthusiasm and that you have to be really alert and get off the line really quickly you know, it's like a big man running at you. If you let him build up a head of steam 10, 12 yards, well, it's it's more difficult. That impact is a bit more telling. But if you can get six, five, six yards off the line quicker, he probably doesn't have that speed up. So you just got to focus on doing that more. Um, sometimes you can't stop it. You've just got to maybe take the tackle and lo- lose, it, uh, lose the gain line a little bit. But Ireland are a confident side and they're a fit side and they're very cohesive and they showed... The rugby they played and the challenge of winning in New Zealand was was immense. Um, so you know we're not we're no slouches ourselves. You know when you think of Furlong and Porter and Sheehan, that front row is physical if not can can match any side yeah. in the world. They're world class players and um, you know the the scrummaging. You know Andrew Porter, um, he's got to get his that side of the scrum right against Malherba, who's been a rock solid kind of. Stonewall for 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 the Springboks for a couple of years, but um, you just got to be more alert for it, really. And I think if you put down the weights of all the players, there's not going to be like twenty kilos for man. It's going to be one or two players that are a little bit different. I think their two second rows, Etzebet and Lou Dieger, um, are bigger than James Ryan and and Ty Byrne. There's probably a couple of kilos on them. Um, but it's it's that aggressive nature. They know no other way. If you think of CJ Stander when he's played for Munster Ireland, it's they love collisions. It's what they've been brought up on. It's the way the game is played a lot in South Africa. Um, so the problem for everybody else in the world is is they've developed their skills and they've become very intelligent in the way they've they've played against player uh, the opposition. And you know with. Jack Nienemar and Razzy Rasmus being in, in Munster for a couple of years and, and making lots of changes, positive changes about um, with the Springboks. They've had mass, massive success. So that's a real challenge. And as a player, um, you just know that, and it sounds fairly obvious and, and stupid maybe, but you know, like I said at the start, is if you go half-hearted into a tackle, you're probably going to come out second best. Um, so Ireland have just got to be switched on and aggressive themselves and I think you know they'll be confident if they can stretch the spring box and, and you know build multi-phase that they can cause them problems and um, that could happen Ireland could have uh, Ireland can hurt any team the way they played if they can get some of the stuff they did in New Zealand they can hurt any side and uh, that's that's what I'm looking forward to how, what their reaction is like they've got to set the tone and 
And I think probably South Africa, one of the big things in, in a lot of their success in recent years, even in that World Cup final, the way they start the game. If they start well and they get a couple of points on board, they're a great side at b- building a scoreline, uh, taking away the opposition, um, deflating the opposition with scrum penalties or breakdown penalties. Um, so, yeah, that's it's an intriguing one and I think uh, it'll be a real test for Ireland. Um, Quinny, finally, prediction time. Uh, like, fill us with a bit of optimism here. I mean, and we've got the week no, of the I'm Irish. I'm confident. I'm, I'm confident, and I, I really hope Conor Murray. It's his hundredth cap. I think a few people. Um, Gibson Park hasn't played for a while. Obviously, he's on the bench, but Conor Murray starting. Um, you know, I really hope that it's it's a memorable hundredth cap for him. I think he's been probably he's been world class for a number of years. Um, has his form dipped a little bit in the last two years? Probably a couple of years. Um, but he still has that quality, that experience. And I hope he has has a brilliant game. I think Ireland are good enough. And uh, contrary to what Stephen was saying, I'm, I'm predicting Ireland to win by seven or eight points. Love it. Brilliant. Uh, love finally yeah, yeah, find some optimism and of course you've got the, the Irish uh, A team playing against the New Zealand Select tonight at the ODS as well so look forward to both of those games listen Quinny enjoy the action over the weekend cheers thanks guys OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember effortless shave magnificent moves